Social Zoom Factor, episode 280. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Are you tired of managing too many marketing, sales, and support tools resulting in a constant mess in your data? Discover relief with our new partner, user.com, that turns visitors into wowed customers with an affordable, easy-to-use, all-in-one marketing automation solution that will change the way you do business forever. User.com is offering a special for Social Zoom Factor listeners of 50% off for six months, regardless of plan, plus the first 10 to register will receive a free consultation with a user.com marketing automation expert. That's over a $1,000 value alone. Go visit try.user.com slash Pam to get your deal and start turning each visitor into a happy customer. Again, that is try.user.com slash Pam. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we're talking about another one of my very favorite topics, and this is sales and marketing conversion funnels. One of the top topics that I receive questions about from our clients, students in our digital training academy, as well as audiences when I speak and train all over the world, centers around how to plan, build, and optimize sales for conversions using digital and social media. Bottom line, people always ask, how can I actually get these things to make my business money? How can I achieve my goals? Here's the thing. Although many marketers and business owners who are new to digital and social marketing, they may think that by simply adding social media to their new bag of ninja marketing tricks, that all of their problems are going to be solved. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Unfortunately, that's not how it works. The truth is that even though social and digital marketing can be free, it's also very expensive. Even when using a quote unquote free social network, it's still stealing your greatest asset, which is time. Second, it requires investment in things like content creation, your research of your audience, paid media, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, and more. So figuring out how you can achieve the highest ROI possible on everything you're doing is really the goal. That's what's going to help you sleep at night. One of the absolute best ways to increase both conversions and ROI, return on your investment, is to learn how to build, use, and optimize sales and marketing conversion funnels. So today, you're in for a treat. This episode is going to be your ultimate guide to learning how to get started with sales and marketing conversion funnels. What I will be covering is... Number one, what is a sales and marketing conversion funnel? We'll talk about why you need a sales and marketing conversion funnel. I'll also share with you 
the three major phases of the funnel that you need to make sure you plan for. Then I'll conclude with the top metrics that you need to be tracking in each phase of the funnel. I'll share lots of tips and tricks along the way, as well as the types of content that work best in each phase of your funnel. And drum roll, I even created a printable visual companion guide for you that goes right along with this podcast episode. Go right now and download it at pam.online slash more sales. You can use it to take notes as you're listening and inspire yourself, hopefully, to put what you learn into action. As always, there is a show notes page for this episode that has links to all the supporting resources at pam.online slash 280 because this is episode 280. And you can also see all the associated supporting resources in the episode description inside whatever app you are listening to this episode in. So whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. In future episodes upcoming, I will be covering each phase of the conversion funnel in even more detail than I'm doing today, diving even deeper into metrics, my favorite tools and technology, content, and so much more. So make sure that you subscribe so that you will get notified when I publish those new episodes. So first things first, what is a sales and marketing conversion funnel? A sales and marketing conversion funnel describes the stages in a buyer's journey leading up to a purchase. So it's how a customer learns about you, finds out about you, and then how they experience that process in deciding to become your customer. And it's something that you can document to help you visualize for understanding that step-by-step process of how you turn leads into customers. So a conversion funnel is typically divided into top of funnel, middle of funnel, and bottom of funnel. And as you quote unquote bucket, bucket's one of my favorite words in marketing, or organize prospects into these three stages, it then helps you determine and also prioritize the right marketing tactics, the right content, the right mediums that's going to help you increase conversions. If you really just think about it in simple terms. To succeed in any business, you must attract your target audiences, inspire them to want to know about you, and then finally convert them into excited, happy, paying customers. When you do that, woohoo, everybody wins. So conversion funnels can be as complicated as you want to make them. Today, I'm going to simplify the major components of the sales and marketing funnel into the top, the middle, and the bottom. You could spend the next year just getting fancy, outlining all the exact stages of your funnel, or you can simplify it and start seeing more leads and sales in the next 30 days. Which option do you choose? I choose simple plus fast results. So let's dig in to getting conversion funnels in a nutshell for you. If you are brand new to conversion funnels, or even if you are a veteran who thinks you know it all, I am confident you're going to walk away from this podcast knowing more than you do now and being able to start implementing these strategies more easily to generate more leads and convert them into paying customers all with less headache. Even if you think you don't need this information, as you don't even need a sales and marketing funnel, I guarantee by the end of this episode, you will be running 
to start building one. So why should you trust me and know that I'm going to be able to help you increase your sales and conversions? Well, I spent 15 years working in corporate America for Fortune 10 brands, SMBs, uh, driving multi-million dollar enterprise software, hardware, and consumer brand marketing, plus everything in between. I was building social communities online before we had the luxury of social networks such as Facebook. During my tenure at Sun Microsystems, which is now Oracle, where I worked seven and a half years, I was the marketing lead for a product that went from a test project to $180 million in annual revenue in 18 months from three people who were put on this project. I was one of them as a test to an 800 person business unit. We did that in 18 months using the exact strategies I'm sharing with you today. Our agency marketing nuts has been serving clients for 10 years. We help small business all the way up to enterprise brands. And we help our clients and our students optimize for brand awareness, leads, and sales by building out an integrated digital, social, and brand conversation platform. That's what I want you to think about. It is a platform that's helping you connect with your audience and have a conversation. And even the most unsexy brands can connect with their customers in meaningful ways. You don't have to be a sexy brand or know everything about marketing and sales to maximize your efforts with digital social and content marketing. So if you're going to invest in these technologies, you might as well make the most of it. So there are three things that you must do to prepare for successful marketing and sales conversion funnels. Number one, you need to know your audience. So if you are not targeting the right customer at the top of that funnel, anything and everything you do with all of your marketing is really all for naught. So go right now, go grab my free buyer persona worksheet at pam.online slash my buyer. It's a simple one page template that will help ensure that you're targeting the right audience. You'll also get some free training along with it. So be sure to keep an eye on your inbox with the download. The second thing you need to do is make sure that you are creating content that helps you attract, inspire, and convert your customers. Go grab my yearly content calendar template at pam.online slash calendar. And I promise it will give you some sanity and help you create that drumbeat of content flowing so you can continuously attract and convert your dream customers. You are going to need really good content for a successful sales and marketing conversion funnel. The third thing is you have to have the right mindset. You must test, test, test. Perfection is the enemy of good. The best sales and marketing conversion funnels had many failed test runs before they start working like a high performing lead generation machine. So you need to be patient with yourself and you need to be patient with the process. So let's start out by breaking down each stage of the funnel. So we have three primary stages. First is top of funnel. Okay. This is where we are engaging new audiences. Our core objective is brand awareness. Middle of funnel is where we're learning about our audience and we're also educating our audience and inspiring them to fall in love with our brand. 
And then the bottom of funnel is where we are encouraging our audience to buy from us. So top of funnel, newsflash. It is less about you, your product and services, and it is everything to do with your buyer, their interest and their needs. So this is the phase where your dream customer is just starting to do the research about the product, the service that they need or want. And this this is the same for business to business or business to consumer markets, big or small companies, every industry. All right, this works. So they may not at this phase even know what they need, but the average buyer consumes 10 to 12 pieces of content before they make a buying decision. Okay, that's a lot of pieces of content. So your top goals for top of funnel are one, to drive brand awareness and two, to generate leads. Basically, get people into your funnel so then later you can convert them to a happy customer. So in summary, the metrics that you will end up using for this part of the funnel are metrics that help you identify how many potential customers are learning about you for the first time. The actions that these potential buyers take at this phase do not necessarily equal purchase intent. So it doesn't mean because they take an action in this phase that they are ready to make a purchase or they even have a desire to purchase from you. And this is something that many marketers confuse. They get people into the top of funnel and they think they automatically have a lead. So a visit to your website, an opt-in for a free offer, such as a worksheet, a template, a white paper, you know, subscribing to your YouTube channel or your Facebook page does not equal a lead. However, amazing content targeted at the right customers will definitely help you generate awareness plus highly targeted leads in the top of funnel. So you can create leads in the top of funnel, but just because somebody's taking an action in the top of funnel does not equal a lead. So content and tactics that work great for top of funnel includes things like your blog, your website, videos, podcasts, social media, free resources such as worksheets and guides and and those types of things. SEO uh, will drive traffic, influencer outreach, if you're doing co-marketing, you know, with partners, And then, of course, paid media. So that would be paid Google ads, paid Facebook, LinkedIn ads, that type of thing. So you need to make sure in this phase, your content is buyer centric, that it's engaging. It's easy to consume. It's what I call snackable bite-sized content that they can quickly consume and learn from. Okay. And of course, whenever possible, make it visual. Okay, so now let's break down middle of funnel. This is the phase where your dream customer is starting to get more educated on their options. They now know the most popular brands and the options that are available to them. And if you're lucky, you're one of them. Okay, you're one of them that they're narrowing it down to. At this phase, they may have also signed up for something like your email communication so that they can receive more information. All of these data insights that they have gathered to this point will help them narrow down those options and start prioritizing their top choices as well as help them start filtering out the brands that do not interest them. 
So hopefully you make the list and then hopefully you make the cut. So content that will work like magic in the middle of the funnel includes things like uh, download a worksheet, you know, check out this template, white papers, tutorials, videos, basically anything that engages and educates them. Content in the middle of funnel, it can be snackable, but it can also be a little bit longer content. Uh, just as I'm doing this podcast episode today, this is a longer episode and that I'm teaching you, I'm giving you a lot of value. I mean, you can walk away from this episode today and know a lot about how to get started with a conversion funnel. So when you're doing middle of funnel content, you can do a longer tutorial. You can do a longer video that you put out on YouTube, maybe a longer blog post article or, you know, something that you put behind an opt-in wall that's with a white paper that has more details to it. So do not be afraid of details particularly in the middle of the funnel. Bottom of funnel, at this phase, your dream customer has definitely decided on their top and favorite brands or options. And it's at this point that they're going to then start digging into things like reviews and testimonials because their goal at this point is they want to understand what are they actually going to receive and what is that customer experience going to be. And since they may not know you at this stage, they are going to start looking around to seeing what other people are saying and how other people are describing it. And then what that experience is with the communication that you've had with them. So this is why it's so important if you're doing email or whatever, email marketing and social media, every brand touch counts, right? It takes between five and seven brand touches before somebody will remember you. And that's why things like remarketing, where you can do retargeting with paid ads, those activities can really help you stay top of mind with customers at this stage. So when somebody comes to your website, they come to your blog and they've downloaded something or, you know, engaging with you, you can use retargeting to then retarget them with ads out on other sites that they're visiting out on the social networks and those types of things. I will cover that in more detail in a future episode. So in summary for this section, why do we need to take the time to create and manage a conversion funnel? Well, if we don't, we're literally throwing social content digital and website spaghetti at the virtual wall and hoping it sticks. And we all know that we can do a lot better than that. So remember, our goal is not just to grab attention, but we want to be driving action. And attention plus action equals social and digital currency. So thinking about your customers and the journey that they experience as they are making that buying choice, and it truly is a choice, is going to help ensure that you are guiding your dream buyer to choose you. That's really what you're trying to do. You're you're guiding them on that journey and guiding them with value nuggets that they are hopefully going to choose you. Now, in what we're going to cover next is going to be the metrics that you need to look at for each of these three phases, the top, middle, and bottom of funnel. And before I go there, we need to hear a quick word from our sponsor. Please give them a listen. I will be right back. 
to compete in today's digital landscape, you must set yourself apart and give every online visitor an amazing experience. Our new partner, user.com, helps businesses meet their maximum potential thanks to personalized communication adjusted to each step of the customer's journey, delivered through the best channel at the best time. User.com collects all the data about each website visitor and lets you automate segmentation, scoring, and personalization across all of your channels. Email campaigns, web push, mobile push, in-app messages, SMS, call center, live chat, and chat bots set you apart from competition, all with advanced automations and an easy-to-use drag-and-drop builder. And when your leads are ready to talk, user.com helps you engage with a CRM to save you time with all the repetitive tasks. Study after study is showing that opening a conversation with the visitor will drastically increase your conversion. User.com makes it super easy to start a chat with your customers. Need a view of your team's performance? You got it. User.com analytics and reporting modules allow full view of your team activity and goals. Need a knowledge base? Yes, add it easily. And the best part, they grow with you. Visit them at try.user.com Pam. They're offering a special for our listeners of 50 percent off for six months for any plan. Plus, the first 10 to register get a free consultation with the user.com marketing automation expert. That's a thousand dollar value. Go visit try.user.com slash Pam to get your deal. Again, that is try.user.com slash Pam. I'm back. Okay, now let's get to the geeky and of course, for me, the most exciting part of the sales and marketing conversion funnel, drum roll, the metrics. So if you're not a metrics and data person at this moment, do not hit pause on the podcast. Do not freak out on me. So instead of going into freak out about the data mode, I want you to instead change the way you think about metrics, okay? Metrics in this sense are simply your roadmap. They are the data points that help you determine if you are guiding your customer correctly on their journey with you. So some of the questions you want to ask, are you helping them find you? Are you helping them become aware of who you are and what you do? Are you helping them understand how you can help them help them achieve their goals? Are you inspiring them to take action? Are you engaging them in meaningful ways? Are you creating a connection with them that will essentially make you, your brand, and your offer so irresistible that they simply can't choose anyone but you? Those are the things you want to be doing. So for top of funnel, remember, the metrics that you will track for top of funnel are focused on helping you identify how many potential customers are learning about you for the first time. The key word being learning about you. As I mentioned earlier, if you are not targeting the right customer to begin with, each phase of your funnel is going to fall flat on its face and you are not going to see the results that you want and need. So as I mentioned earlier, go grab that free buyer persona worksheet pack right now at pam.online slash my buyer. The key metrics you want to track for top of funnel include reach. This is how many people are your marketing tactics actually reaching? And focus here is reach in relation to engagement. You want to look at traffic sources. So this could be paid media, 
owned media, such as your own website and blogs, content marketing campaigns, videos, podcasts, social media, third-party sites, email marketing, referrals, influencers, co-marketing, partnerships, and clients. You also want to make sure you're looking at the actual number of new leads that you're receiving. Become best friends with Google Analytics. It's free or whatever other web metrics tool you may be using. Key metrics for your website and blog include bounce rate. That's how quickly somebody is bouncing out of your site once they land there. What are the top pages they are visiting? What are the top exit pages, so meaning the pages that they're exiting from, that they're bouncing out of, how long are they spending all on your site on different pages, and what are those conversion metrics? You want to be looking at social media metrics and everything from, you know, who's following you, number of followers, what's your churn rate, what's your engagement rate, uh, you know, what are those metrics that are, are going to drive um, those leads into your funnel? And cost per lead you want to be looking at things when you're doing paid media and display ads you want to know what is that cost per click what is that click-through rate cost how much is it costing for you to get one lead SEO and search metrics are also key. You always want to be optimizing for the right keywords that your audience is searching for on Google and all the other social networks. If you're doing webinars, you definitely want to optimize for registrations, obviously. A good number, I'll tell you, for our webinar registrations, when we put up a landing page, we get anywhere from about 65% up to about 87% conversions on registration. So at the top of funnel, we just want people to register and make sure they're coming to, they're registering so then we can nurture them to get them on that webinar. Content downloads. So, you know, the lead magnets and those things that you're putting out there, are people downloading those? Now let's move to middle of funnel. So what metrics matter for middle of funnel? The metrics for this phase of the funnel help you understand how your leads are moving through the funnel from awareness to the consideration stage. So in top of funnel, they're going from not knowing who you are, the very top of that funnel, to then hopefully considering you and your brand as an option for purchase. So key metrics for middle of funnel are going to be some of the same metrics that you looked at for top of funnel plus more. But you may be still looking at data points such as open rates and click-throughs, but the key difference is it's tied to a more important user action such as subscribing, filling out a form versus just simply viewing a blog or a web page. So the goal is to use metrics that can help you optimize your lead generation strategies as you are moving prospects through the funnel. So it's helping you gauge the overall performance of those efforts. So you'll look at things like number of leads who make it to this stage. Okay. So they come in through the very top of your funnel. How many of them are actually making it to the middle of the funnel and then participating in this phase of the funnel. We want engagement. Uh, Inbound calls. So these are people who are actually picking up the phone and saying, hey, I want to learn more. They may submit a contact form. So how many contact forms are you getting? Are they quality? What are those conversion rates? Uh, How many of those leads are actually turning into, you know, a real lead to an opportunity? Um, Leads that are actually in your nurture campaigns. What is the retention rate on your website and your other 
content, looking at engagement with your email marketing campaigns and follow-up emails. So things like your open rates, your click-throughs, how quickly are people unsubscribing from your nurture email campaigns and how long do they stay in a nurture campaign versus unsubscribing? So if you're investing a lot of time and effort into email marketing, you want to make sure you're keeping people subscribed. We don't want to just be creating, you know, a five um, to seven email series with a nurture campaign where we're, you know, sending out five to seven different emails with high value content content if people are opting out at email number two. We want to make sure they're staying engaged. And then engagement on any content that you are using to nurture. So whether that's, you know, your webinar registrations, your webinar engagements, are they watching that whole webinar, videos that you have out there? Are people watching the video? Are they taking action that you tell them to take inside of that? Same thing with the podcast. So like we look a lot at the different metrics for people who are listening to our podcast. Do they see the the resources that I give you for free and these, you know, the URLs that I give you like with our buyer persona, the pam.online slash my buyer we track how many people are downloading that. So then we know if that tool is useful or not. So that's really what you want to be doing is looking at those metrics because if you don't move them down to the bottom of the funnel, you're never going to have a sale, right? So you you have to really focus at the top of making sure you are bringing in the right customers and that you're inspiring them to come into your funnel. And then that middle of funnel is where you really have an opportunity to engage them and make sure that they, you know, you don't just get lost in the noise of all of the other options that they are also considering. Okay, so the middle of the funnel is also a very, very important stage because if you aren't successful there, you're never going to get them to the bottom of the funnel where all the magic happens. The metrics for bottom of funnel help you measure the marketing performance at the opportunity as well as the customer stages of the buyer's journey, okay? So your bottom of funnel metrics can be the most powerful for three primary reasons. Number one, you can show and prove revenue impact. This is huge. So if you are looking to prove that ROI, the bottom of the funnel metrics is where that's going to happen. Number two reason is the metrics help you make better data-driven decisions throughout the entire funnel because you're able to look back up to the top of the funnel and see, okay, what efforts are actually delivering a financial return or whatever that those goals are that are helping you achieve those goals. Number three reason, bottom of funnel metrics increases the ROI on all of your marketing because these metrics help you optimize your entire funnel. They, as a result, are helping you optimize overall ROI for all of your marketing when you do these things right. And I mean, that's the key reason why you want to really focus on building out your sales and your marketing conversion funnels, because it's helping you take that end to end look at that buyer's journey. Instead of just throwing random content and random acts of marketing all over the web and email and whatever else you're doing, you're focusing at that buyer level and making sure you're doing the right things. So some of the key metrics that you want to keep an eye on for the bottom of the funnel include, 
ROI of your marketing campaigns, your content, your influencer marketing, your social media. And remember, you're taking an eye up and looking at that entire funnel. You're looking at sales and detailed conversion rates, what's working, what's not. You're looking at value of the different leads that are coming in, the opportunities that you are getting, what's, you know, the opportunities that you are closing and turning into real sales. If you're a software company or hardware company, you know, or whatever you do, how many demo requests are you getting? If you're a fitness center, you know, I love working out at Orange Theory. So how many signups are they getting to go do their first free test class? And then how many of those people are converting? Right. When I went to Orange Theory, I signed up through a website. I went to my free demo class and I signed up uh, for a six month membership there on the spot. And I've been there now for almost three years. That's what we all want to look for. Uh, free trials. You know, so a lot of SaaS companies and different companies will do a free trial, test it out for X number of days. And then you, you know, become a, a subscriber after that or, you know, long-term paying customer with a longer contract. So our key, other key factors and goals that I want you to also focus on for overall successful sales and marketing conversion funnels Make sure that you make it easy for people to not only find you, but also to get in and move through your conversion funnel. It's not rocket science, all right? It should be appeasing to them. It should, they should understand how they're moving through. It shouldn't be complicated. If they want info, it should be easy for them to obtain it. If they want to talk to someone at any time during their research and during this buying journey, it should be easy for them to understand and know the best ways that they can communicate with you. If they are ready to transact at any time in the funnel, it should be so crystal clear how they can do that. Okay. So, People, we they don't have to wait until you've delivered all the, these pieces of content that you've planned for them in the middle of funnel, for example, before they can buy from you. Make sure that you make it easy for them to buy from you at any time. So as people move through your conversion funnel, they may splinter off into other funnels or other sub funnels. Don't let this scare you. Uh, most businesses don't have only one funnel. They may have many, but as you're getting started, you start with one and then sales and marketing funnels can be interrelated. And as you start to dive deeper into this, you'll have specific sales funnels and you'll have marketing funnels. And we do a lot of work with our clients where we help really align, you know, like a business development team with a marketing organization and make making sure those funnels are aligned. If you're just starting out, you can combine it into one sales and marketing conversion funnel. Don't get caught up on what you're calling it. Just break it into the three phases that I talked about here today. Perfection is the enemy of good. You just need to get started. And if a buyer purchases a lower dollar offer, but you have higher dollar products or services that you want to sell to them, your goal should always be to move them up you know, also known as upselling them to one of your higher dollar offers. And this is usually done through what we call a value ladder. And I will also cover that in a future episode. So stay tuned. But most importantly, just keep it simple. 
Start at the top of the funnel. Make sure you know your audience and do not get hung up on these detailed metrics before you know who your customer is. You need to know who is your customer, what do they need, and how are you going to help them achieve their goals? All right. So go check out the show notes page for this episode as I have placed quite a few resources there, um, which are going to help you get started in building a conversion funnel that will convert to big results for you. And it'll help you with increasing brand awareness, more leads, and more sales. So you can see it in all of its glory at pam.online slash 280. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.